Here she is. In early for the big day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to say, that is a very snazzy cardigan. You're wearing, Emma? Yep. Right. Just going to go on a limb here. Are you still a little bit annoyed about... About you lying to me, Tom. Pretending I had a job when I didn't. Being humiliated in front of everyone. Oh, I've not really given it a second thought. It, it all worked out all right in the end, though. No, thanks it? to you. If Alan hadn't had his accident... Rejoice! Caper! Cavort! The summer fate has finally arrived. Come on, Peter, let's just grab the puppets and head outside. Oh, hold on, wait a second, everyone. I think we need a little team meeting first. Mm. Such a fun sponge. Please make it quick, old chap. You're eating into rehearsal time. And I've still got to finish sticking that bunting up. I say bunting. It's just a few napkins I've stuck onto some barbed wire. Now, look, nobody enjoys the summer fate more than me. I'm not sure about that, Thomas. You'd be hard-pressed to be more excited about this than I am. I haven't slept all week. Okay, fine. It's not a competition. If it was, I'd surely be winner. I'd definitely be a close second. The photo finish, maybe. All right, look, the point is that we all enjoy the summer fate. I don't. There's always too many people wandering round, complaining. Yeah, well, that kind of brings me to my point, actually, Alan. I've heard rumours that Jerry... Oh, worshipful mayor, if you please. Yeah, well, he's starting to have reservations about holding the summer fete here every year. There's even talk of them moving it to the village square next year instead. The monsters! The small-minded tyrants! It's not for certain yet, Peter. Exactly, there's no need to panic yet. We just need to prove to them today that we're up to the job. You know, that our past mistakes are definitely in the past, which is why... Peter, I'm having second thoughts about you and Julian putting on your Punch and Judy show. Oh, come on, Tom. It was the talk of the village last year. Yes, because two people died. I must confess, the show did get a little graphic at times, but how was I to know some of the audience had advanced cardiac conditions? It's supposed to be for children. But they're never going to grow up if you take that attitude. And so what on earth are we supposed to put on instead? Well, right, whatever, just something. Use your common sense. And Alan... If you need a hand with anything, just ask us. Don't go taking on too much like last time. I don't want to find you in the back of a St John's ambulance again. It wasn't even that big a bounty castle. I've blown up bigger. I guess my lungs just aren't what they were. And Maureen, we need you to do... Wait, where, where is Maureen? Tom, it's village fate day. And you know what that means. Oh, no. Not this again. Plum House by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. Episode 6. Fate and fortune. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Loving the tracksuit, Maureen. Shell suit chic. Laugh all you want, but mark my words, this is the year I finally beat her. Uh, Look, as I was saying to the others inside, Maureen, this fate is a critical publicity event for Plumhouse and a key moneymaker, so it's vitally important that you don't let any childish little rivalry get in the way of... Childish little rivalry? Over 40 years I've been competing against Sue Flaming Whitehead. It all started at school when she stole my first boyfriend, Gary. Oh, he was gorgeous. Could have been the milk tray man. But in the end, he just became the milkman. Yeah, we've heard this story a million times, Maureen. But she tells it so well. You have to admire the enthusiasm. The next time I see Sue is at the Summer Fete in 77, when she pipped me to the post in an egg and spoon race. Get this. Her egg was stuck down with chewing gum. Yeah, we know all this. Every year I've been back, determined to find an event I can finally beat her at. And even though she might have bested me in the baking competition and the maypole dancing competition and the ring tossing competition and the biggest marrow competition and the smallest sunflower competition and the oat cake competition. Don't forget those sheepdog trials. Oh, that border collie cost me a fortune. Well, this year she's finally met her match because I'm going to defeat her at the sport of kings. Chess, polo. Welly throwing. I've been training for months. 
I've even studied under Grandmaster Ling Chong. Wait, is that the man from the Chinese takeaway? Yeah, he's crazy. He just throws your order into your garden. I found my chow mein on top of my porch once. Well, all right, will you at least try and maintain a level of dignity around the general public, Maureen? Please, please. Even Peter and Julian have agreed to drop their Punch and Judy show for the sake of Plumhouse. Yes, Julian and I have been discussing an alternative idea called... Pin the tail on the curator. No. You've not even heard the idea yet. You see, I removed my trousers. What else have you got? Never mind this. Someone point me towards the sporting arena. It's not gladiator, Maureen. It's just in the bottom field. Alan's put a few bales out. They're for sitting on, not eating. Better go and warm up me catapult. That's what we call our arms in the welly-throwing game. Best of luck, Maureen. I've got full faith in you. Oh, look at the size of that fella coming over. Maybe he can give me a hand with moving a few more of the bales. That can't be a real human. He must be wearing one of those fake muscle suits. <laughs> He's pretty fit, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, steady on. Wait, is that, is that Jerry with him? I thought it was a child. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Now, that's a real Adonis, a fine specimen of manhood. I don't think my tape measure would reach round his bicep. Yep, OK, you can stop staring, Peter. And you, Emma. Sorry? Hiya, Tom. Hello, Mayor. Welcome, Your Worship. Jerry will do. Peter. Are you going to introduce us? Oh, yes, this is Gunnar Johnson. Our celebrity guest for this year's fete. He's Icelandic. Hi, hello. Peter Knight. Pleased to meet you. Oh, my little hand feels like a lady's in your mighty fist. Oh, Gunnar came second in Iceland's strongest man. He's ranked 11 in the world. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not quite top ten, though, is it? Listen, look, obviously a busy day for me at the Summer Fete, a lot of hands to shake, so I was wondering whether one of you might give Gunnar a tour of the place. Oh, of course. Just leave him with us. We'll take good care of him. As you can see, we're really making a big effort this year, Jerry, making sure everything is ship-shape. And uh, yeah, although I have noticed the only portal who has flooded already. Yes! Finally, some real excitement. Leave it with me. Yeah, and I don't mind taking this... Uh... Big boy, for a tour. Come then, Gunnar, let's uh, let's make a start. I have never been to England before, but it's very beautiful of you. You're not so bad yourself. Um, I, I should probably go with them, I think. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, and uh, Tom, let's just keep Maureen under control, shall we? You know how she gets. Yeah, look, don't you worry, I've already had a little word. Yeah, great stuff. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah, right. So am I safe to just leave you two to... Tom, you can leave the Plumhouse stall in our very capable hands. Okay, great. Emma, wait up! Wait! So, what are we thinking, Peter? Any ideas? I wonder, do you think I could be a medium? No, of course. You're fairly svelte. Certainly not a large. No, no. No, no. I, I mean, a gypsy fortune teller. Isn't there just the slightest hint of Madame Arcati about me? Oh, absolutely, Peter. You've nailed it again. Me? In a dress? Contacting the other world. Uh, very sadly, our long-standing voice of the fate, Ted Pedd, has uh, hung his microphone up in, in in God's audio equipment. Sorry, that hasn't really worked, has it? Ted Pedd's dead. We're looking for a volunteer to commentate on the day's proceedings. Do you think you'll be all right on your own, Peter? It might be time to finally get Julian FM back on the airwaves. Maureen Longstaff, has I live and breathe? I thought you might have rolled out the red carpet for me. There's a bit of brown carpet underlay over there that's been out in the rain and got trodden in the mud. That'll do for you, Sue. The amount 
of times I've trashed you, absolutely stuffed you. They should have me cutting the ribbon at this fate. It should be police incident tape the number of times you're flipping well cheated. Very dry, Maureen. Almost as dry as that Madeira cake of yours in 2009. I know you nobbled the judges that year. Friends of mine call that cake Maureen's Moist Madeira. Well, shall we see whether you can give these wellies any wellies? Oh, you've been planning to say that, haven't you? Oh, no, not at all. On the lower field, we have the welly-throwing event. And next up, it's the veteran ladies' category. Uh, what ammunition are you using? I'm chucking a Dunlop. Unisex. Barber, I didn't know whether to go for a hunter or not. It's how far you chuck it, not how much it cost. Amazing, isn't he? I mean, he, he just keeps going. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly proved he's strong enough to ring a little bell now. He's pulling a truck through the centre of Reykjavik next month. And you really find that attractive? Yes, I do. It's nice having an honest, straightforward man around Plumhouse for a change, not just some lying little weasel. Summer fate, I can't hear you. Make some noise. Are we loving this sunshine or what? Oh, my God, is that Julie? You love it, you slags. Sorry, I'm not suggesting anyone here is a, is a slag. Uh, and, and if you are, uh, well... What did I tell him? No Come on, intended. we'd better go get him. Well, I think I'll just stay here with Gunnar, actually. Anyway, uh, here we go. The, the older girls are on the throwing line and we are ready for it. Fine. Why don't you just stay here with Conan the Barbarian? Fine, I will. I'll actually have some interesting conversations for once. Gonna have another pound for them, she. Oh, come on, you've been whacking away at that for half an hour now. Mm. Why don't I show you a bit more of the fate? This is a good one. No, leave the teddies. Have it! It's big. It's undoubtedly big. Almost in orbit, that were so. Save your foot was over the foul line, love. And the judge's red flag is up. It won't count. And that's hard on the big lass from Plumhouse. Julian, are you allowed on that mic? Tom, Tom, Tom. I used to have the prime time slot on my university radio station. 2am is not prime time. Well, not in England, no, but what about Akito, our online listener in Japan? I'm just saying, I know how to keep it clean for the kiddies. Fine, but I thought you were helping Peter. Oh, uh, Peter's sorted. Last thing I saw of him, he was heading inside to look for a cost. Oh, God. Coming up later, we have the men's Cumberland wrestling, uh, then the ladies' mud wrestling. <laughs> Only joking, it's not that kind of a day. And uh, without speaking out of turn, given some of the women here... Something of a blessing. Alan, how are you getting on in there? Oh, got rid of the water, just the blockage now, but hopefully that should have done the trick. Just give that a little flush and... Ah, oh dear, that is frustrating. Is there a plan B? I could go and dig a hole for people to use. Hold on. Gunnar, what are you doing? Let me try. Hey, look at him go. Wow, I've never seen anybody pick up the whole bathroom before. That's it, keep shaking it, lad. See if you can dislodge something. What, what happened? Oh, my back. Oh, it's bad. Uh-oh, oh, that doesn't sound good. That does, though. Music to my ears. Hello? Peter. Enter, stranger. What? But first you must cross my palm with silver. Uh, 
50p should do it. My name is Madame Melina Sosostris, mistress of the psychic vibrations. I know it's you, Peter. Uh, Peter? Which is Peter? Oh, ah, ah, no, ah, ah, oh, no, please. I wear this whale for your own benefit. Yeah, well, I know. Ah. What did I say about keeping it simple? It's nothing too controversial. Look at all the money I've made. Ah, right. I'll never understand your reluctance to join me on the good ship HMS hijinks. And I've got a feeling this goes a little deeper, so come on. What's burnt your biscuits? Oh, I don't know. It's just Emma seems to be getting on very well with that strong man. He's a big hunk of love, and no mistake. I suppose I've just got to face the facts. We're never going to get back together, are we? You really love Emily, don't you? Emma? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, you'll fight for her. And you'll win. Trust me. I'm psychic. Thanks, Peter. Maybe we could look into getting me an actual gypsy caravan for next year's fate? Don't push it. Uh, the situation is thus. As it stands, Maureen Longstaff is in the lead with a throw of 21.2 metres. This is Sue Whitehead's final throw. It all hangs on this. There's been some contest. Best of luck, Sue. <sighs> Thanks. Do you mean that? Do a fiddle. More mind games from more in there as Sue steps up to the line. Goodness me, it's big. It's yes, it's legal. Get a tape measure out there. Some people can't bear to look like they're queuing at an ice cream van instead. It is literally that tense. And it's Sue Whitehead by her whiskers. She's done it yet again. Have a better Himself. Oh, yeah. Another victory. Where's the drug testers? Check she's not been doping. Can someone go and get me a 99? They're going to run out. Uh, double cone, strawberry sauce. Uh, and that's not all for today's excitement. Coming up later, we've got the tug of war. I'll beat you at that instead. Tug of war? <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. What's wrong? Worried you'll finally lose? You haven't got enough friends to make up a one-man band, let alone a tug-of-war team. Says you. You can fit your friends on the back of a push bike, and I don't mean like a tandem, or that one that the goodies went round on. <laughs> Do you remember when I beat you with that sponsored bike ride? I remember picking the drawing pins out of my tyres. Last time you saw a bicycle by the look of things. A dozen uh, pork sausages, so thanks very much to uh, Keith Johnson. Come on, Tom. Please. For me. I'm sorry, but no. But it's my chance to finally beat her. Listen, I know you might be concentrating on Sue Whitehead, but the rest of the team have been working hard today and actually doing Plumhouse proud for a change. So you'll have to find a tug-of-war team somewhere else. I only need Peter, Julian... Tom! Can you come over here a minute? Need a little word? Y yeah. Ho hold on, Jerry. Just coming. Oh, sorry, Maureen. OK, I'll be back in a second. Oh, Maureen, how did you get on with the welly-throwing? Are you wearing my best earrings? I'm afraid so. The other ones didn't really go with the outfit, and these ones somehow suggest gypsy, don't you think? You cheeky bugger. Hey, Jerry, everything all right? No, it's not all right. I've just had our celebrity guest manager on the phone telling me we've injured her client, and she's threatening to sue the fate. Ah, right, well, nothing that's happened to Gunnar has anything to do with Plum House, so you can't blame us. Apparently your handyman had him lifting portaloos. OK, um, we might be slightly at fault there. And I've had no end of complaints from people who have visited Peter's daft psychic act. He's told Phil Harris he's going to drown if he goes on that cruise to the Bahamas. Uh, OK, I, I tell you what, um, 
Let me just have a little word with the team and... No, I'm sorry, Tom, but that's it. This is the last time Plumhouse ever hosts the fete. No, please, Cherry. We need the money. I'm sorry, Tom. Just give us one last chance. It's a fi- final, final chance to get it right. <sighs> well, this is it, and I mean it. And you can go and call Gunner's manager back. She's even scarier than he is. I'm over here with the brownies. He could just stand at the back and we'll tie a rope to him. Gunner's in no fit state for a tug-of-war, Maureen. He's the second strongest man in Iceland. The first must be that lad who pushes the trolleys around the car park. Are you swearing at me? Fine. But Peter, Alan, Emma, you'll all help me out, won't you? See, that's the spirit. I'd better go and find Sue. Tell her we've got a contest on our hands after all. I suppose as vice-captain of the team... Oh, when did that happen? I guess I'd better start whipping us into shape. Alan, go and find me some deep heat to rub into the big lad. But Gunnar's not even on the team, Peter. You could never be too careful. Uh, sorry, Maureen, I've just put in my golden welly in the boot. You best enjoy that trophy, because it'll be the last time you ever beat me. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me you've actually found yourself a team for the tug-of-war, have you? You should see them. Rearing to go. Hungry for victory. Why don't we put some money on it, then? How does 20 quid sound? As much as that. Fine. The easiest 20 quid I'll ever... Hey, are they with you? Oh, just in time. Say hello to my team, Maureen. What's that logo on the side? Don't you remember? I'm chairman of Castle Rig Rugby Club. So I thought I'd put in a little phone call. All right, Sue. Where do you want the players? Just here will do, Greg. How are you getting, kids? No talking to strangers. I'll be back to collect you later. What? Who the hell are they, Slot? Uh, first team are away at Whitehaven, so we thought we'd send you the Colts instead. How old are they? Uh, I think Jono's oldest. They'll be nine next week. <laughs> oh, Susan. Bloody hell! Uh, Yes, okay, Peter. I think Gunnar's more than warmed up now. Would you do me, old chap? Honestly, you should have seen her face. You can't win anything with kids. So what do we have to do, Maureen? Just pull the rope? Oh, there's rather more to it than that, Alan. Never forget that a small group of men, all tugging in the same direction, can change the world. Maureen, what's going on? I told you to forget about the tug-of-war. But I've got her this time, Tom. Maureen's right. It'll be as easy as taking candy from a babe. I've just spent half an hour calming down the meathead's furious manager because Jerry's talking about moving the fate next year. He said what? We're on our last warning, so please, for me, for Plum House, can you just forget about this tug-of-war and all behave yourselves for the rest of the day? Sorry. Got a bit carried away there, Tom. It's fine, Maureen. It's all my fault, Tom. Don't blame yourself, Alan. I could always go and fetch the Punch and Judy puppets if you think that might help. Uh, No, I don't think that, Peter. Delighted to say I'm joined by local constable PC Davids, who's taken a break from pointlessly zapping law-abiding motorists with his speed gun on the A66 to show us his police car. Here she is. Not now, Sue. I'm busy. Don't tell me this is your team. <laughs> you should have said I could have beaten you on my own. Give it a rest, Sue. The tug of war's over. You win again. I'll have that 20 then, please, Maureen. A bet's a bet, after all. Don't rise to her bait, Maureen. You're better than this. Ah, so that's why you cover your badge numbers during riots. Uh, officer, why don't you take us through some of the features of your vehicle? I tell you what, you've always been a loser, Maureen Longstaff. Just breathe, Maureen. 
peaceful thoughts. Probably why Gary chose me over you. Left you sobbing into your Bunsen burner in double chemistry. Right, that's it. What does this button do? Sue Whitehead, you fuck! <laughs> and may you rot forever in hell! Great to hear those sirens. Can you say PC Davis and for once are not being used to chase down an upstanding citizen over, as I say, some minor speaking that really ought to be ignored two miles over the limit please, of... Please, 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 there's no need to cut You might be bigger than me, but I'm stronger than you. How dare you! Following the altercation between Sue Whitehead and Maureen Longstaff, which spilled into the produce tent, I understand a disciplinary hearing is taking place in the first aid tent. Thanks, uh, PC Davis. No problem. He didn't have to tase me, though, did he? No, oh, it's all about you, innit? I got pepper spray. Enough. Both of you. With the authority vested in me... Yeah, you're not coffee and hand, Jerry. You're on a paper shop, not the UN. Spit it out, Jerry. Look, if it were up to me, this tug-of-war would never be happening. But apparently we've got a lot of spectators who want to see it take place now. They call it a grudge match or something. No, I'm not doing it, Jerry. I'm putting Plum House first for once. Listen, there's no chance in a million years we're ever hosting the fate here again. You can forget it. Fine. I will do that tug-of-war then. Yeah, but, Jerry, it wasn't really our fault. I mean, you Tom, have... it's over. And as Maureen started the fight, I've decided that she's getting a bit of a handicap as well. Sue will get to use all 14 of the under-nine rugby players in her team. And, Maureen, you're only allowed one adult to help you. What? You've got to be joking. Thanks for putting my suggestions in place, Jerry. I'll be in on Monday to subscribe to all them magazines and puzzlers. Fine. I'll have Peter. Yeah, I'm afraid that during the fracas, Peter decided to help himself to a young fly half's candy floss and is hereby disqualified from the contest. Do you know what? You're looking at Maureen's team right here, Jerry. Me and her. You? Give over. Now, how do I spend that £20? Might pop down fantastic for ten minutes on the sunbed. I wish I put a bet on this tug of war and all. Well, never too late if you fancy a flatter. Really? What are we talking? I'm not sure I can go as high as twenty pound. But no, 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 not for money. If me and Maureen win, we get the fate back at Plum House next year. And if you lose, I promise nobody from Plum House will ever come to the summer fate ever again. All right, Tom, you got a deal. Longstaff versus Whitehead. Bad Blood will be underway very shortly, and I'm delighted to say that former vice-captain Peter Knight now joins me on co-commentary. Uh, but sadly, the team news just in, Jordan Preedy, a very promising seven-year-old prop, has had to pull out, having been sick on the waltzer. It's a, it's a crying shame, isn't it, Peter? Never mind him. The real tragedy is that we never got to see that Johnson at full stretch. Mark my words, that would have been something to behold. Referee Jerry Price just having final words with the competitors. Good clean contest, that's what we're after. Where's Emma? Is she watching? Wait for the whistle. Sue and the Catherine under nines, ready? Ho, 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 ho! Look at Sue's eyes. Fierce. She smeared mud on her cheeks. War paint. It's a tug of war, and she means war. War. What is it good for? Hmm? Oh, lots of things. Advances in medicine, development of aviation. <laughs> <laughs> Into it. Peter, talk me through the tactics as you see them. Well, these lads lack naval training and it's starting to show. Boys much younger than this would have served at Trafalgar. Goodness me, we've never seen a contest like this before. Maureen's released the rope. Jerry, she's wearing her She's demonstrating with the referee. Sue's holding her back. It's the produce tent all over again. 
The kids have nearly done it. Press gang on them. Get them aboard a frigate, pronto. But it's Tom Collier, ten stone wet through, and look at him go. He can't keep this up. Surely he can't keep this up. Tom Collier, like a man possessed. And he's done it. He's won. Tom's won. The crowd go wild. Somewhere underneath that mound of youth rugby players is a true British champion. And good. God, look at Maureen and Sue. The all-in wrestling has begun again. Big Daddy versus Giant Haystacks. Ladies, think of the children. Uh, police, in the main field, please. Uh, once again, ladies, police to the main field. We are the champions. Yeah, all right, yeah. You think you've won? I'll be back, Maureen. Yeah, of course you will, love. You're the one in the back of a police van for chucking a nine-year-old at me. Disgusting. Serves him right. It's useless. Useless! Right, that's it. Take her away, boys. Whew. I've always wanted to say that. So, what are you going to do with all that money? Well, I said I'd treat myself to that all-you-can-eat carvery. You know, the one on the A595. I'll buy you a dessert if you... Bloody hell. What's wrong, Maureen? Do they not do puddings? No. I've just realised... Sue never paid me that 20 quid. <gasps> Quick, after that van! And though this fate's not been without a few fireworks, remember what this day would have been like in pagan time. And he got 20 quid! The sun went down, someone, coming, maybe a woman, maybe a child, would have been sacrificed to the old gods. The ancient ones. Ah, uh, yes. So it's good afternoon from me, Julian Baxter. And of course, me, Peter Knight. And all that remains to say is thank you for listening. And I look forward to hosting this event once again next year. You, Peter, this is my gig. Oh, come on now. I'm curator. Well, fine. Don't come crawling to me when I'm on Radio 4. Come on. Let's go back to dear old Plum House for tea and biscuits. Do you know you've still got some candy floss on your face? Hmm. Okay, I Oh my god, I don't get any oxygen anymore. Thank you. Wow. No. I didn't even know St John's Ambulance had this kind of gear. It's like casualty in this tent. Ugh. Man, it hurts, but yeah, they, they're saying I'm actually going to survive. Tom, you've been in a tug of war contest against boys not old enough to go to secondary school. Yeah, well, I, I won it, though. So. You, although, you know, I must admit, I was very impressed. Yeah? Do you watch, watch it? Managed to prize your eyes away from Gunnar for a second, did you then? Just for a second, yeah. Yeah? Are you an idiot? Do you really think I was ever that interested in him? It was just a bit of revenge made you jealous. Well, unlucky, it didn't work, because I was not bothered at all about that guy. Although it was really nice touching those big arms. Yeah, all right. Good big arms, I get it. I was jealous. Fine, whatever. Good, good. I'm sorry, I... I love you, Emma. I've, I've loved you from the moment we met, and I'm, I, I messed things up, and I'm sorry for that, but that has never changed, not for a second. It's always been you. That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> now get up and let's go home. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'd better round up the others. Yeah. Stop! Please! Maureen needs her money! Hurry up, Alan! I can't run in wellies! Oh, we could just walk back instead. Yeah. Let's take our time. was written by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. 
It starred Tom Bell, Simon Callow, Louise Ford, Jane Horrocks, Miles Jupp, Alex Lowe and Pierce Quigley. With Miranda Richardson as Sue. It was directed by Paul Schlesinger and the producer was Claire Broughton. Plumhouse is a BBC Studios production.